It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And we're back. We've been away for a while, but we are now back and we're ready to roll, rock and roll. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Henry Apple today and Rick Fires, and we're going to give you some prep sports talk like you will not find anywhere else if Rick Fires says that you can take it to the bank. And one good thing for you people out there, we're uh, doing social distance, uh, like Chip's in right field, uh, Henry's in center, and I'm in left. We're that far apart right now. They always stuck me out in right field. I, you know, that's where the best player plays, right, in right field? Uh, I don't think no. so, because no. uh, right field and, not, and bat ninth, that or, was me. Or left out. Right field's better than left out. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to talk a little high school sports today. We're going to talk a little basketball. We're going to talk a little football. And we might talk a little who knows what else, but uh, sit back and enjoy this for a while. So we're going to start a little basketball. Henry, you saw a pretty good game last night. You were over at, uh, at, over at uh, Centerton. Uh, Bentonville West and Rogers High. Rogers rebounded from a loss to Fayetteville on Tuesday night on the girls' side. Yeah, 55 to 41 was the final, and uh, it got it close there in the second half. At one time, early in the third quarter, Bentonville West cut it down to four point lead, but then Rogers finally regrouped and then pulled away again. And uh, Preston Early and his group looked pretty good, especially Kate Miller. You know, I got a chance to see them play last Friday night against Fayetteville. Now, Fayetteville, um, they're starting to get back to full strength, Rick. Yes. Yeah, they've, they've got Caroline Lyles is back. She had, had, I think, 18 points Friday night. And Claudia Bridges, Bridges. who's having a great season. She was our Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette uh, Girls Player of the Week this week. She had 30 in one game last week. She had, I think, 14 or 15 yep. against uh, against Rogers, right. and uh, they look pretty good. But I'll tell you what, going back to Henry and the, and the Rogers girls, I was really impressed with the little guard uh, number two. Um, for Rogers, can't think of her name uh, right offhand. Uh, Treadwell, I think there's two Treadwells yeah, on the team. There's two of them. Uh, there's Aubrey, and then there's a one that starts with the letter T, and I can't remember it right offhand. But I think you're right. That's Aubrey. Okay, the guard. Right, right. Uh, I was really impressed with her. She, um, you know, she she took it to the Fayetteville girls. She 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 you know, drove a lot. She's not real big. Um, but she took it, you know, took it into the lane and drove well. What you know, wasn't afraid, you know, to take it inside and that kind of thing. Um, and so Rogers is going to be a team to be reckoned with. I can see, and I think they're kind of a young team too. And I think maybe Friday night they might have been without maybe a player or two. Um, yeah, in he, COVID, in co- with some COVID issues. Yeah, even last night they were with, without their point guard, so they had a freshman point guard who played about thirty minutes and didn't do too badly. Well, that'll be they'll be a team that'll be reckoned with, and I think we're all you know pretty much in agreement that uh, Bentonville is is the is the premier team in the conference this year. Um, in on the girls' side, they've got pretty much their whole team back from last year, team that was you know going to play in the state championship game. Fayetteville lost its top two scorers from last year. One's now at Oregon State, and one is uh, Memphis. Rick, is that right? Uh, Beck, Cariah Beck, Beck at Memphis. At Memphis yes. and, yep, and Sasha Goforth at Oregon State. Oregon State. So, so those two. But, you know, Fayetteville's always going to be well coached with Vic Rimmer, and they'll be a factor. But I tell you what, Rodgers, I was impressed with them. Uh, they, they did lose to Fayetteville, but I was impressed with them. They're the kind of team that I think could be better at the end of the season than they are now. Yeah, Preston Early said it last night. He, you just got to find ways, especially with what we're having to deal with this year. Man. Uh, you just have to find what you got to deal with, deal with it, and just if you got to grind it out, grind it out. And that's what they did last night. They found a way to just grind it out 
and manufacture a victory. Rick, I know you say this a lot, next man up, next girl up. That is that is what we're all about right now is next person up. Yeah, and, and speaking of COVID uh, situation, it's kind of sad. Uh, uh, Fava High had their senior night last night, and we know we're doing this because they, they never know when, you know, maybe they don't get to uh, late February or exactly. early March. It's and, almost, Rick, it's almost like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Let's go ahead and have the prom. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's almost that way. Let's go ahead and do that. But they had senior night last night, and the, and the girls, uh, favorite girls, didn't get to play. They came out there and were introduced on right. senior night. It was but a, and it was a Southside COVID issue. They, was, yeah, it yeah. wasn't favor. It was Southside COVID issue. So they were they were sad. But you know, everything uh, is different with COVID. It is. It really is. And and uh, I saw last night. Uh, we there are nine girls teams in our coverage area. Uh, there's the eight teams in the six A West and one team, Fort Smith Northside, in the 6A Central. So nine girls teams. Five of those teams did not play last night for various reasons. Now, Springdale and Harbor were supposed to have played last night. They didn't play because they postponed that game to tonight. And I think they, if I remember right, they do this on occasion because of a board meeting or something on a Tuesday night, and they move their basketball to Wednesday. I'm not sure I understand the logic behind that, but that's what they do. But they're supposed to play Wednesday night this week, so there was not an issue of COVID, although oh, okay. Springdale has dealt with its a lot of COVID issue, but mm-hmm. this game wasn't postponed because of that. It was just postponed for another reason, so they're going to play tonight, the girls and the boys, uh, normal time, girls 6 o'clock, boys 7 o'clock type thing. Okay. So uh, that's why they didn't play. But five of the nine teams in our coverage area in girls 6A did not play last night. So just a very limited number of games and, and – uh, uh, that's just what we're dealing with. Yeah, and, you know, hey, if, if there's a limited amount of fan participation, but you should probably uh, check before you head out to you that sure gym. Better. Make Absolutely. sure they're still playing. I know we do that as sports writer. Uh, we send an email, text, make sure the game is on tonight. Yep. Now, also, uh, we got some, uh, on, on the boys' side last night, some good games. But before I get to that, so Henry looks like Fayetteville and Bentonville are going to get to play each other. Uh, this year they were supposed to admit the state championship game last year in the girls for the 6A title. That was the day the world stopped turning, basically, um, and they shut down everything, including that game and, and almost every state championship game. was. I think one got played. They played the first day on yeah. Thursday. So That's all, right. That four games got in. The other eight, uh, no can do. It didn't get played. Uh, but anyway, they're going to play. Now the, uh, the uh, uh, suspects will be different, a little bit different this year. There's no Sasha Goforth, no Karai Beck. That's a big uh, difference. Big, big difference. And, uh, but they are finally going to get to play. And uh, uh, so that should be a good game. Uh, Bentonville, of course, girls are 3-0 and in the conference and, and doing well. Uh, Fayetteville girls, I believe, are 2-0 and in the conference because they didn't get to play last night because of Southside's COVID issue. So they're 2-0 and in the conference. So it should be a good one. Caroline Lyle's back for Fayetteville. She's not 100% yet, but she's out there playing, and she played real well Friday night. So that'll be a nice help um, for, for Fayetteville. But I tell you what, Rick, I don't know if you've seen this or not, there's another back on the Fayetteville roster. Uh, Winterbeck. Spelled with a Y. With a Y. Winter with the Y. Yeah, but they're cousins. And she's going to be something and she's else. she's going to be – and they got another little guard uh, there too. And I, uh, let, let me say this, uh, this about our girl, uh, uh, Claudia Bridges. For two years I watched her distribute the ball. I mean, she knew. She was sharp. Her job was to get the ball to these two big-time scorers. Now, she's running the show, yep. and she's mentoring the young guards – uh, winners and the, and two or three others. So and she come up with thirty points and you know she's still I, 
I didn't count the many assists, but she's really come to the forefront as a senior. She's going to play next year at uh, North Alabama, and it's just kind of fun for a sports writer. Watch a kid come in as a sophomore and grow and under great coaching uh, by Vic Rimmer, and now she's one of the top stars in this league. She's something else. I love to watch her play. You know what she's not, Rick? She ain't scared. She ain't scared. She ain't scared. She'll go in the bleachers, too, after a ball. I, I tell you right now, uh, I, 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 Claudia Bridges can play in the boys' game. No doubt about it. Yeah. She goes nope. in the bleachers like I do at the drive-thru with double with cheeseburger. Yeah. She, uh, she's not scared. She will flat take it to you and, and, and drop it in your face. No That's doubt about exactly that. exactly right. So, on the boys' side, Fayetteville won last night. Bentonville won last night. Both improved to 3-0 and um, in the conference. And they are going to play Friday night over at Bentonville. Henry should be a good game. It should. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know how, how to – trying to put this the best way I know how, but, you know, you, you say – Arm burner. Yeah, a Bentonville <laughs> team, one loss this year yep. was to North Little Rock. A good and team. A yes. good team, and it was a very close game. Yes. Uh, Bentonville had a chance to win it and all. Uh, Bentonville sports so much balance. You, you wonder, it, you know, in some instances, you, who steps up? It's just – in this case, it's – who just steps in and takes charge? Will it be Jalen Lee? Will it be Harrison? Yeah, you're Hicks? right, Henry. They don't have a single star system at Bentonville. It's well balanced. They, you know, they're a very quiet nine and one. You, you, like you said, they're a very quiet nine and one. Yeah, and it's it's just like uh, maybe I, I they do you know paper rock scissors to find out who's going to be the man that night or something like that because yeah. it's it could be. Anybody on any given night. Well, that's going to be a great game, Rick. You had a chance to see Fayetteville last night. C.J. Williams put on the show, but he's not a it's not a one man team at Fayetteville. I've seen Fayetteville at least two, three times this year, and I was thinking before I got to gym, I said, "Oh, Tamari Rutherford, man, they lost that big, strong man in the middle. I don't know if they're going to be very good. You know what? They're they're better. They're better. They're more fluid. They're going up and down the court. C.J. Williams." Uh, in the backcourt with uh, Landon Glasper. I haven't seen all the teams, but I don't know if there's two better guards right there. Glasper, the junior, he scored the first eight points. He had eight points before uh, uh, Southside had seven points. I had to do a little math right there. I got oh, that is, oh, that's scary. Oh. But uh, they are very well balanced, and, uh, and uh, uh, they're looking forward to this game. They know they got their hands full up there, but uh, Brad's – Stamps and the Bulldogs, they're going to Bentonville. It's going to be a great game, and they ain't scared either. I had a chance to talk to Brad last week for our prep uh, basketball report, and he said, uh, you know, these kids, they, they really get along well uh, with each other. You can tell by the way they share the ball. Yes, there's nobody – there's no uh, worry about who's scoring the points. Um, it's it's the chemistry is good, and uh, that shows in their record. They're, what, 12-2, and two, I believe, overall, and, and 3-0 and oh in the conference. So – um, it obviously tells you something's going right for Fayetteville. They're ranked seven. Bentonville's ranked six. And so that's a game. Uh, I mean, it's still early in the season, but, you know, you want to be on top early and have, have to have everybody chasing you. Absolutely. So that should be, uh, should be a great boys game. Should be two great games um, Friday night. The girls game will start at 6 o'clock. The boys will start at 730. That's the scheduled times, and that's when they're scheduled to play. But like my boy Ricky Fire said a while ago, you better check first and make sure the game is going to be played because these things are very fluid and they could change uh, in in an instant and you know because yep. something could pop up and, and the game could be you know put on hold. Now, Henry, we know already that there's going to be a conference tournament in the six A West at the end of the season. We already know that for a fact because 
when one game got canceled for COVID, that threw us into having to have having to have a conference tournament at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, granted, it, it's early in the season, and and when I first heard of, okay, games are being canceled, I'm saying, guys, you got seven weeks. Why not? Uh, try to reschedule and all that. But that's where the conference tournament is going to be that's built right. in. That's right. Uh, now uh, it's going to give teams a second chance. Sure it is. Sure it is. And you take a team like a uh, – oh, Rogers. let's say Rogers boys. Now, Rogers boys got beat by 20 last night, Rick. But let me tell you, Rogers boys, they have been dealing – I talked uh, to Lamont Frazier. Five of their top six players are not even playing right now. Uh, for injuries. Oh, wow. So they have been – they have just been gut-punched um, with injuries this season. And, uh, and, and you know, they're a team that's – you know, last night they lost by, you know, lost by 20 points. Well, when these guys get healthy, you know, Rodgers will be one of the better teams in the conference. Well, let's, let's move that clock forward to the end of February when that conference tournament's going to be held or mid-February, whenever it's going to be. If Rodgers is fully healthy by then, they may go into that tournament as a five-seed or a four-seed or, or, or whatever. Well, let me tell you, if they're healthy, you don't want to play them. You don't want to play them at that point because they'll be back to full strength. And I'm telling you, Rodgers is much better, much better than what they showed last night because they've got a lot of great guys back. And even Lydell is, is playing hurt. I mean, even they're monitoring his minutes and watching him closely, and he's playing hurt. He had 22 last night, and they'll they're going to be a lot better when they get all their guys back. Oh, no doubt, because uh, and it, to show you what this this has done, even when Bentonville West they played their first two conference games less than full strength, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. because of COVID issues. Yep. Now they're starting to get the players back. Boy, they hit if they shoot like they did last night, hit 12 threes, they'd be tough. They're gonna be tough for anybody to beat them. Yeah, you get a, uh, you know, we know that Riley Pacino can just fill it up. He could hit thirty on any given night. But then you have He's like, also a great actor too, isn't he? Is he related to Al Pacino? Oh, that, yeah. Uh, okay. Wrong spelling there. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but you know, last night Tucker Anderson hits five three pointers and had twenty one points. Wow. Uh, three players finished with nine points apiece. You know, that's balanced scoring, uh, and you can tell that you know. With the now the shot clock and all that, yep. These teams like to get up and down and the floor like a little it, bit. Too. I love that. Now, Henry, we don't know where the conference tournament is going to be played because it'll be probably played at a couple of locations. Um, they'll probably, if they do it like they did the volleyball, the higher seeds I think hosted in the first round or something, and then uh, they move to wherever for the semis and the final at whatever their highest remaining seed was. I don't know if they'll do that for basketball or not. But um, So if you're wondering, okay, I'm going to go ahead and make plans for the conference tournament, we don't know where that's going to be played yet and really under what format yet. We just know it's going to happen. I have a feeling, it, and the coaches can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've got a feeling that final week, after, you know, which should have been the final week of regular season, but everything has now been moved up one week to allow this tournament to take place. I would not be surprised if, say, for instance, the girls will play the first rounds on Monday, then play Wednesday, then play Friday, then the guys would play Tuesday, play Thursday, play Saturday. Could be. Could be. That may be the way they do it, too. That would limit crowd size. That would allow more fans of each particular school to come to their games and not have to worry about fans of other teams coming in, being already being there or coming in after. So that may be, Henry, what you're saying might be the best solution to keep the crowd size 
uh, I'm not saying small, but it would allow there to be crowds only for each of those teams at that time. Yeah, and, and another thing too, because of you know the state tournament takes six teams. Correct. Uh, to the state tournament. Uh, this is not going to be one of those one-and-done tournaments. It's going to be uh, – you'll see several teams get three games out of this. The only one problem to get the, uh, only two games out of this would be the two teams who loses on the first two days, and there would not be a sense to play a seventh-place right. game. Yeah, because it, would, it has, would have no bearing on, on anything. Uh, now, good segue there, Henry, talking about the state tournament. This week the AAA will announce – where the regional and state tournaments will be awarded, and this will be for not just for basketball, although that's the main going to be the main thing, but uh, also I think the spring sports will be announced where baseball and softball and soccer and and those kind of things will be. I believe that's correct. Yeah, the meeting will be held Thursday afternoon and down at Little Rock, right? Uh, with the AAA and they'll award those. Uh, so we're talking boys and girls basketball, track. Soccer, boys and girls soccer, and uh, and baseball, and I don't know if I mentioned softball, but softball. So all the spring sports and the remaining winter sports. If we're still in the, uh, gri- the uh, grips of this uh, COVID, you think schools are less likely to bid on it because of all the issues now, and you know you're going to have less of a uh, concession stand where they usually make a lot of their money. You think they're going to be less school bidding? Uh, there were just a very few. Uh, Looking at the list, very few contested. Uh, there's a few Bits. of them that, that are being contested, a couple in the state tournaments, a couple in regional tournaments, but most of them, it's like, okay, uh, you know, one school bid. You're like, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For, like, for instance, classics, a uh, basketball, Fayetteville threw in the bid. Okay. They're, and they were the only ones to bid on it. So, uh, more than likely, unless something happens, Fayetteville's going to be it. Uh, now, there were a number of, like, the smaller ones where nobody bid for it. Uh, I know in track, four of the six state meets, nobody bid for them, and wow. neither did the, uh, uh, the meet of champs. Wow. Nobody had wow. bid for it. So I quickly sent a text message to uh, Bentonville Athletic Director Scott Passmore. I said, hey, you need to host this – the state meet of champs. Yeah, yeah. Bring it, bring it up here because it's always somewhere else on a Saturday, and uh, I'm either having to cover something else or I've had a graduation of some sort. Yep. Finally, it'll be up here. Yeah. Hey, do it, <laughs> do it for Henry. Do it for Henry. Do it for Henry. Speaking of uh, state bids or, or whatever I, uh, and, and facilities, had a chance to go over to Rogers' new facility on Friday, and, boy, they've, they've done a, did a nice job over there at Rogers High. Very, very nice. Tell me a little bit. I don't even know where it's at. Uh, I just all I knew they were building. It's adjacent to the football stadium. Oh, and, okay. And I think it's connected to, to the old, to the King Arena. I, I think it's you know still connected. Um, so now we have a new arena at Rogers, and then of course next school year, Fort Smith Northside, Fort Smith Southside will open their new arenas. Mm-hmm. P Ridge opened its new arena this past week, last Friday night. So uh, you know new facilities uh, all around uh, the Northwest Arkansas and the region. Um, and uh, also, and our Paul Boyd will be writing a story on this. Um, I think it's going to be in Monday's uh, Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Um, if if you haven't driven down uh, Business 71 or 8th Street in Rogers and seen the new softball baseball yeah. complex at Heritage, if you take a right, 
on New Hope and go down to Dixieland, you can see the same identical facilities at Rogers High for baseball, softball. Boy, they nice. – kids who go to school at Rogers, when they sign to go play uh, baseball, softball in college, they're going to be disappointed in the facilities <laughs> when yep. they get to college. Yep. I had someone uh, with a with Bentonville West tell me last night at the games, he said – this isn't only the best facility in the state of Arkansas. This is the best high school facility in like a four or five state area. This coming from an opposing coach. Come at the Rogers facilities. The, the I, new I, Rogers. I don't facilities. see how anybody can match it. I mean, they are. They look like they are. They are not just low. They look like they are Division One level facilities. Now I I haven't seen that, but one of my favorite is uh, Alma. Is that you like that better than Alma? It's no no no. no There's no comparison. Really, I need to go see that. <laughs> And I'm talking now. You're talking basketball. Yeah. Well, no. The Alma is the is the that's where the bar is set to me. Okay. That's yeah. the bar. Yeah. I'm talking about baseball and softball. Okay. Nothing. Nothing anywhere that I can even remotely imagine can can compare to what Rogers has built for Heritage and Rogers High on baseball and I'm softball. Baseball and softball. I, I, okay. There's nothing that can compare to it. It's it's it stands on its own and nothing in Texas, nothing in Missouri, nothing in Oakland. I mean, nothing compares to this. Um, it's it's amazing. So, you know, kudos to Rogers for, you know, for doing that for their kids. It's, it's utterly unbelievable. So they don't even need to play at Arvis. I, I know a lot of uh, teams enjoy going to Arvis. The Naturals would be honored to, to play at play the, there. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, I'm telling you. I got to see this place. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what's going on on high school basketball. Also, Rick, I found out finally somebody found something they could beat the Bryant boys in. The Little Rock Central boys beat Bryant in basketball last night. So there you go. They can be beating something. Uh, let's wait till March and see how it ends up. <laughs> All right. And something else I want to kind of put on everybody's radar, I got an email about this today. David Farrell over at the new school at Fayetteville, at, uh, yep. Fayetteville you know, he was at West Fork for 74 years, yep. then left for a little while and came back. He is within just a couple of wins of his 600th career win. Hey, well, let me say that I'm from East Arkansas, uh, Caraway and uh, Lake City for River for uh, what's the name of the school? Uh, Rebels. What, what are they called now? Uh, Riverside Rebels. Okay. Buster Campbell just won his 900th game. game. Yes. So I love David Fred, but he's still got a he's way a to few, go. He, he got a, he got to coach a few he, more years. Yeah, he's got to coach a few more years. <laughs> so no, well, good for David. Well, so that, that'll be a big milestone, and we will be all over that when that happens. Um, also on the sports front this week, Farmington has hired a football coach. Talk um, about facilities. Yeah, talk about facilities. He uh, they have hired this. This was a shock that sent shockwaves across the state. Farmington was able to hire J.R. Eldridge, the football coach at North Little Rock, wow. to come to Farmington. Now he is a Fayetteville boy, uh, graduated from Fayetteville High School in 1996, so he is coming back home to Northwest Arkansas. But Rick. That is a heck of a hire by new athletic director at Farmington, Bo Thompson. My goodness. Uh, and uh, J.R. was down there at Arkadelphia for some years. Won two state titles to Arkadelphia 2017-2018, back-to-back years. Including the year when they started off 0-5. The first team in the state's history to start the season 0-5 and win a state championship and also the first team in state history to beat four number one seeds in a row in the playoffs. Then he goes to North Little Rock where they got all, all them athletes right there on Arkansas River. But you know what? 
home cooking uh, beckons. Yes, so, it does. Uh, glad to have him back. Looking forward to seeing their teams play over there. Uh, it's a growing community. Yes, I pass it is. through Farmington every day. They're building things left and right, and I'm always interested in the new restaurants going up. Yep. And then you just drive. You got a new Dairy Queen, Rick. Have you been there? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going there as soon as we get through. <laughs> i get and, you a big uh, blizzard. But uh, you and I were there when they opened up yes, that football sir. stadium. It's a big, beautiful stadium. And uh, uh, look for uh, some big things from Farmington in the next few years. They're a, chance, they're, they're a, uh, a school that has a chance, Rick, to be a, a big-time player in Class 5A. You, you mentioned it because of the tremendous growth that they've got going on. They're building houses like crazy in Farmington. Yep. They they stepped up their facilities to, to meet that demand. Yes. Um, they opened up that beautiful basketball arena several years oh, ago when they it. opened the high school. Then they, they waited a little bit and then built the football stadium. Very, very nice. And so they are on par with, with anything in 5A. I think J.R. Eldridge would not have come to Farmington if he didn't know that this is a, this is a school that, that is poised to make a big showing in 5A in the next decade. Yes. Um, and he's bringing three boys with him. Oh, really? He's okay. got three sons, a 14, a 12, and a 6. Hey, so, that's worked out for basketball. Johnny it Taylor, has. Uh, his uh, son Lane, our boys player of the boys week. Boys player of the week, yes. He, he started off Tuesday, 32 points against Prairie Grove. I said, that's pretty good. And I flipped to Saturday's paper. He scored 32 points. Well, he's trying to be consistent. Like Harrison. I mean, that's really consistent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good for him. Well, good for him. Good for Farmington. What a great hire again. Congratulations to Farmington. Now, we still have a head coaching vacancy at Rogers, which should be close to to having its person to take that job. So we got that. And I think Henry got a couple of athletic director jobs open in the area. Yeah. Salem Springs. Springs and Ozark. And Ozark. Okay. And now, you know, those of you who might not be familiar with Ozark, what a great community that is down there. Loved it. Yep. Absolutely. They do put those kids first and, and uh, down at Ozark and, and uh, right there on the Arkansas River. Maybe the best barbecue between here and Little Rock. Henry, what do you think? Arguably the best. Yes, sir. That, the River City barbecue would be high on anybody's list. A River Town Rivertown barbecue, I think. River you something. Go. Just you don't have to know the name. Just just go go through downtown, roll down your windows, and follow your nose. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, on the river, the bar on the river. Not uh, that you, I would know that. You would know, know that. about that. Not that you? I would know that. But hey, you can get you a, a, a cold beer and walk over the aft uh, and take it over to the barbecue place and take it there and finish it off with a, with yeah. a nice brisket sandwich. There Not that go. I haven't done that. Yeah, yeah. He could probably give you a a, 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 a restaurant uh, review real quickly. Absolutely. <laughs> So that's about it for this week's show. Thanks for uh, being on with us, and we will be back next week all socially distanced and yes. protocoled up and everything, and we will talk some more high school basketball. We'll also know at that time who has gotten the state and regional tournaments coming up, so we'll give you that inside information and any other useless tidbits that Rick Fires can throw at you that, that uh, mean absolutely little, but uh, he still talks about it anyway. So that's it for this week. I'm Chip Souza. Thanks to Henry Apple and Rick Fires for joining me, and thanks to you for listening to us today. And we'll be back next week on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.